Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast you don't want to miss. I have a quote for you. When you reach the top of the mountain, the trek becomes clear. The obstacles and challenges were nothing to fear. That quote is from our author today, Patricia Lynn. I'm Suzanne Harris, and you're about to get a sneak peek at what goes on behind the scenes with an author. They'll tell you, Patricia's going to tell you her secret recipe for creating a book. We'll talk about where she got her ideas, and you will hear the inside scoop on her next project. If you want to know more about her and about her book, we'll tell you where to find everything on social media. So are you ready? Okay. Let's meet the author. Joining me today is Patricia Lynn, and she's here to talk about her book, Believe Like You Mean It. Now, Patricia's own story is a real, true story of success. In her early adult life, she had some major setbacks, but she was determined that she was going to make and choose her own fate. So she pushed through a seemingly impossible task climbing from a waitress and a single mom to a successful businesswoman, entrepreneur, and writer. And as a result of all those personal struggles, she's a strong believer that anything is possible. She writes to inspire and motivate readers in their own personal growth, helping them to create the best possible version of themselves. Patricia, What a pleasure to welcome you to Books on Air. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. Now, tell me about this quote that I read at the beginning of the podcast. I, You know, I had no idea that that was you. I looked at the book, and I saw that quote, and I was immediately attracted to it, and I thought, I'm using this in our interview. Tell me how it came to be. Well... There was a quote that I had for a long time as I was trying to uh, aspire to my goals, and it was on my refrigerator, and I, I don't know the author, and it's even in my book, a piece of it, but it was all about climbing the mountain and um, the obstacles that you're going to face or just stones and little divots. When you reach the top, they're, they're nothing. They're nothing to you anymore, but when you're climbing the mountain, it just seems so deep and so impossible. Um, but it was a uh, something that I looked at for many years on my fridge, and it helped me when I was feeling down. And that was kind of what inspired me to write that little poem. And also, you'll see that there's a mountain that they're at the top of in the uh, on the cover of the book as well. I love that. And it's so funny because I was immediately attracted to that quote myself. You know, it it always seems to me that every book has two stories to tell. The first one is the one that the reader will get as they read the book and re- and read what you've written. But there's always a second story. There's always a story behind the book about how was this book created? How did you get this idea? Where did it come from? Well, that's interesting because I always 
had a feeling that I was going to be a writer. And it, it started with my first grade teacher who told me, she said, you could be a great writer one day. And it was something that just stuck with me forever. And I never thought it was the time. I never knew what I would write about. In fact, my daughter used to laugh at me because I would say, well, I'm going to be a writer one day. And she said, I don't doubt you, Mom. You've been just about everything, so why not a writer? <laughs> and <laughs> and um, I, I just I didn't know when it would be or what it would be about. And then all of a sudden, I started having uh, a series of signs and synchronicities that came to me that were pointing me on the path that was telling me not only was I going to write, but what I was going to write about. So um, spirituality has been something that I've followed um, for a long time, for as long as far back as I can remember. I always wanted to know, you know, how things worked, why things worked, what was going on, uh, what can we do, what should we be doing, what's our purpose in life. And it's something that I've always experimented with. And what the signs were telling me was that this is what I was going to do. And at first I was afraid of it because I was like, well, who makes me the authority? You know, I'm not a spiritual guru. I'm just a regular Joe. And that's when it came to me that that's why I need to write it. Because a lot of people writing about this are so successful that it's hard for the average person to even think it's possible for them. Or it's coming from a scientific viewpoint and it's too wordy and neurons and protons and it's just too much <laughs> or it's coming from the mystic and then it's you know so like you, you feel like you have to be a guru and i just wanted it to be known that the law of attraction and and powering your own life is something that everybody can do you me grandma everyone so it came to me that my being not an authority was really what was going to propel the book. I couldn't agree with you more. I like that so much because of what you just said. You're talking about this, just, you're just a person. You're not, you're, you're talking about your own experiences. You're talking about the things that influenced you, you in your life. You tell personal stories. You're really funny. You're, <laughs> you're smart. I mean, it, it just, makes sense. And I loved the part where you started talking about significant numbers. I love that story that you told about that. Would you share that with our viewers, our listeners? They're not seeing us. Oh, they're the, just listening. The series, the series of numbers that got me started? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, that really was how the signs started coming to me. It was, I was having a conversation with my best friend and she was looking to move and she wasn't sure. It was like a big move, and she was going to Boston, and she didn't know, and she didn't know anybody. And all of a sudden, she said to me on the phone, she says, well, you know, I keep seeing 1111, so I'm going to do it. And I was like, get out of here. That's <laughs> something that I had always, it always meant to me it was a positive omen. So when I didn't know, you know, if I should do something and I kept seeing those numbers, that's what it meant to me. So we were laughing and going back and forth. I go, really, you? Really, you? And it came to me, I'm like, well, that's kind of almost an innate knowing. Like, we just know that in our own minds, we've made the same determination. And so we chatted about it, and then we were with another friend, and we uh, spent the night, and uh, we started talking about that. 
And we asked her, did you ever see the numbers 1111? Does it mean anything to you? And she tells us about the numbers 329. Every day she wakes up at 329 in the morning. She's got the numbers 329 on her paperwork at work. So I laughed. I, I said, okay, you guys Google it. And when I came out of the shower getting ready, they were laughing about it. I said, what's going on? And they told me they looked up the numbers. And it was a story about, I shouldn't say story, but the meaning that they gave was that sometimes friends are closer than brothers. Not that they're more important than brothers, but they're, um, they're special to you. And that you should, um, you know, care for your friends, give them gifts. So we're laughing hysterically because we've known each other since birth. We live next door to each other, all three of us in a row. And um, we're like, yay, we're getting gifts. But the funny part was that she had just said the night before that she doesn't talk to two of her brothers hardly ever. And that we're closer to her than her brothers. Wow. So we were like... Wow. Okay. And so that got me to looking at numbers. And then I started getting hit with a series of five, 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 five. Everywhere I looked, I turned 55 and it was constant. And so I looked up the meaning of five, 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 and it made major change in your life, uh, different direction, monumental change. And then I started getting other signs in addition to that. And um, it, it, it all goes in the book. It's a long story, but there was um, many things that started pointing me to receiving my signs again, something I'd kind of been out of a little bit, and looking towards the future and trying to figure out what it was that spirit and my higher self was trying to tell me. And it came to the fact that I was being told it was time to write, and this is what I was going to write about. I love that. I mean, I think that people do ignore things in their life unless it's something authors will write for a variety of reasons. You know, sometimes it's exactly what you said, that a teacher uh, recognized that you had some talent and they will say something to a child that will influence them. Or often there will be some kind of event that will happen in somebody's life, and they they feel that it's uh, important for them to share that event or or put that event out there in a public domain. And I I think that authors are like the book. You know, they have two stories themselves. They write the book, but then what are the reasons or what are the things that happen behind it? And I really thought that telling that story and letting the listeners hear that was important. Let's give them uh, just a general overview of what the book's really about, Patricia. Um, it's about believing in your personal power and understanding that um, I have a lot in there about how thoughts work, and really uh, some of it is, goes into electromagnetic energy and how the vibrations work, but a lot of it in between is just stories it's experiments i've done on my own um i've always been trying to learn more and do more i've uh i've learned reiki i've learned astrology i've um i've tried just about everything that has to do in a spiritual realm uh, at one point i've read so many of the 
new age books in the library that there were no more to read um and that was back in the day and <laughs> I, i've just always been interested and i just feel like we can do so much more and that we're not aware of it and that's what really the book is about it's about um you know living more boldly and and getting past your fears and creating your dream life and knowing that you have help from the other side that that spirit is there to help you that if you look for the signs and synchronicities if you try and get in tune with yourself that you anybody can use the law of attraction anybody and um so it it talks on different points on that and it talks about fears that you may have that are holding you back um so it goes into a different different things uh but the whole goal of it is for to inspire people I really wanted to, you know, do this from a layman's version. I wanted to, um, uh, how can I say it? Just inspire people, like especially people like myself, um, that I was a waitressing single mom. And, like, what nerve did I have to think that I could achieve the things that I did? And it surprised me at times. But... I just wanted everybody to know that there are different ways that you could do it, that you could visualize things that you can. There are things that you can do to empower yourself and that you have this ability and our bodies work on their own and people don't like look at the whole thing like physically. Your body does everything for you. So you don't think about pumping the blood through your veins or breathing or, or taking every breath through your lungs it's something that your body automatically does and what i'm explaining about the mind and the thoughts is that that is something that your body automatically does as well so your thoughts are creating your life whether you know it or not so it's best that you catch on and do something about it and try and create the life you want rather than get caught up in negativity and you're possibly bringing on more negative to yourself, actually, probably, bringing on more negativity to yourself by doing that. Because whether you like it or not, the frequencies coming from you are pulling back, magnetizing the same back to you. So your positive is going to get positive, your negative is going to get negative. And I just feel like, you know, it's something that... We didn't learn. You know, you went to school, you learned math, you learned science, you learned social studies. They don't teach you about your mind and what it's capable of doing and what it can do for you. And that simple things like your choices every day are creating the life that you live. And it's not, you know, fate and, you know, just happening to you. You're creating it with your thoughts. You know, you I, I've got this quote running through my head that I read once, and it's it's one that I don't know. I think I kind of have adopted as as like the quote that you talked about. Oliver Wendell Holmes once said, "The human mind, once stretched to a new idea, never returns." to its original dimensions. And that's what I just heard you saying is stretch yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, it fit, yeah. but it, it, yeah, you just really triggered, triggered that in my head. And I think that a book like this one, 
is so important, especially for right now. I mean, we've just been through something that is so negative and so many people have lost their jobs and they they find themselves in a place that they never expected to be. And I think a book like yours that talks about the positivity and the power of believing in yourself is so important. Have you got a favorite part or a, a part of the book that you'd like to share with the listeners so that they get a little preview? Sure. Well, I was thinking about a part of it, and and the reason I would bring it up is because I think it's something that people don't think about as a stumbling block when they're trying to reach goals and and achieve their dream life. It's from a chapter titled Fear of Success. And I remember years ago, I'm trying to tell my kids about the fear of success, and they're both looking at me like I'm crazy laughing, (laughs) and they're like, my mom, you can't be serious. And I'm like, I'm dead serious. You know, it's it's a real fear. And it was something that I recognized as I was growing and achieving. And as our life was changing, there were inherent fears that comes with that. Because change is always going to promote fear. But some of the fears that you have are like the new responsibility, the hard work that's going to be necessary. You're a little doubtful of your abilities. And But as you continue to change, you also see changes in relationships. All of a sudden, things are a little bit different. When you do more and you have more, not everybody's going to be happy for you. Right. You might have people that are like, oh, it must be nice. And, you know, it kind of takes you back because you don't expect it. And it almost makes you want to rethink it and not do too good because you don't want to leave your life behind. Good point. So I thought that this was, you know, just something that people don't think about and to let them know about the type of things that are in the book. So this says, this fear of success can translate into procrastination, mediocre performance, and failure to follow through. Recognize it for what it is, except that change is inherent of success. Trust that you can succeed work to push past it. Going forward, you'll want to recognize whether fear is holding you back from your goals. The fear of success is often hard to recognize. Journal your answer to these questions. Do you fear that if you succeed, you won't be able to live up to the new expectation? Do you fear that success will change you into someone you don't want to be? Do you shy away from sharing your good fortune with friends and family? Does it make you uncomfortable to tell people about a raise or promotion? Do you find the need to downplay these things by saying, it's not a big deal? If you're a woman, do you fear you will be too strong to find a partner? If you're shaking in your shoes, but something inside is pushing you forward, go for it. This may very well be the road to your dream life. It may be bumpy, but it lies before you. Beyond your fears lies your blessings. Be bold. Take chances and believe in yourself. Move beyond fear and excel. Fear is the kryptonite to our superpower. Terrific. That was a great choice. I think that everything you just said is so important right now and so applicable right now. And I know that our listeners are sitting there thinking, okay, 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 now where can I find this book? It's on Amazon, and I always check Amazon to make sure that everything works. If some of you have never used Amazon before, 
all you do is put in www.thewordamazon.com and in your search feature at the top and it will come right up. And then you'll see a great big search feature at the top of the Amazon website. Type in the name of Patricia's book and let me give it to you again. It's Believe, B-E-L-I-E-V-E colon, Like You Mean It by Patricia, P-A-T, R-I-C-I-A, capital L-Y-N-N, Patricia Lynn. Click on that, and it will take you right to Patricia's book, and you'll see the cover. You'll see the mountain that she was talking about, and you'll also, in the upper right-hand corner, there's uh, two words. It says, look here. And if you click on those two words, it, and I'm doing air quotes, it opens the book And you'll be able to see all the chapters, the title of the chapters, and you'll be able to read an excerpt for yourself of Patricia's book right there. And you can also buy it on that page. Now, there's something pretty cool about this, Patricia. Tell our listeners about the Kindle version. Right now on Amazon, the Kindle e-book is currently free on Kindle Unlimited. So if you'd like to read it, please, you're welcome to go there. If you put a Kindle Unlimited and get it for free, and um, the print version is available on both Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Okay, Patricia, do you have a website that our listeners could go to? Sure, the website is patricialynn.us. It's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-L-Y-N-N.us. On there, you'll find a link to purchase Believe Like You Mean It. Um, you'll find a little bit of a bio uh, and some links to my Facebook and um, Twitter pages. And um, I'm going to be putting up information on the books that I have in the works. I'm, I'm currently working on a children's series, or actually two children's series, and I'll be putting up information about that any day. Oh, that's exciting. Now, don't you have a blog on there as well? I have a blog. Yes, I do. Um, doesn't have a whole lot on it, but it has some. It's <laughs> <laughs> a work in progress. That's a good. That's a good way to say it. It's a work in progress. Now you've got a new. Is this the new project that you wanted to talk about? Was the children's books? Yes. Yes. I'm currently uh, working on a series of children's books for children seven to twelve in that range. Um, it's something that um, actually I talk about in this book because I just feel like we don't learn these tips and tricks and techniques and, and learn about our intuition and the power that we have as children. And I feel like I, I have eight grandchildren, soon to be nine, and I just think that, you know, everything goes to book smarts and there's not enough that are taught to the kids about their other abilities, their inner abilities. And so uh, that's what I'm working on. I've almost completed a nonfiction workbook series uh, to teach kids about their personal powers. And each book in the series is going to include two superpowers, such as self-love and acceptance. Uh, Another one would be choices and intuition, imagine and visualize, goals and determination, things like that. Um, Just, to uh, reinforce to the kids, um, you know, these, these special gifts that they have. 
And I set it up as a workbook to give the kids space to engage and relate to their own feelings in there. And uh, you'll be happy to know it's been pre-approved by my grandson, Teddy. He's 11. (laughs) (laughs) He loves to read, and he's become my new beta reader. He was over this morning. He's coming before school in the mornings, and he was reading. And uh, he's funny. He said to me this morning, he says, Nan, um, you're going a little off topic here. <laughs> oh, how funny. Not only is he your reader, he's your critic. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you really are my beta reader. Uh, so I was like, okay, great. I, I said, you know what? I was trying to maybe reinforce the other you know, parts of, from the other books in the series. And he goes, no, no, no. You better off stay on topic. I'm like, got it, Ted. Okay, we'll do. So, um, but I, I really want to work on a fiction series that will come out before the workbook uh, because I think it's easier to engage kids in something like that. Um, so, I, and I, I got a thumbs up with my ideas on that too. So, we're all good to go. I can't wait. Patricia, this is a great idea. This is just a great idea. I'm so pleased that you were our guest today on Books on Air, and it's just been fun and a pleasure and exciting and innovating to talk to you. So thanks so much for being with us. Now, remember... Thank you. I appreciate it. Remember, you can find Patricia Lynn's book, on Amazon, and remember that the title is Believe Like You Mean It. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on iTunes as well as iHeartRadio. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope that you'll join our next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here And you never know what we're going to talk about. Thanks so much for listening.